Last week, ang pinag-usapan natin is the new stuff na makakuha natin when you have a relationship with Jesus, you get some new stuff. Sino sa inyo mahilig sa mga bago? Sino sa inyo may dala ng bago? Bagong damit. You know, bagong uh, gupit. Bagong sapatos. You know, bagong cellphone. Okay, so Happy New Year. I hope you like new stuff because in Christ, maraming makakuha ng bagong gamit, bagong things. Now, the first thing na pinag-usapan natin last week that you get new is a new covenant. Now, the word new sa Greek, mayroong dalawang pinagalingan yung word new. Translate to English, new. Pero sa Greek, dalawa ang iba, ibang, ibang words. The first word was neos. Oh, marunong ka mag-Greek. Oh, neos. Ang word neos means the new regarding time. It's the most current. So it's the new cell phone number. Ito yung pinaka-latest. Okay, buraan mo yung dating number na sa phone book mo because this is my new number. This is my NEOS number. Okay, or the new software. Meron akong Windows 10. Ito yung latest. Or yung bagong cell phone, iPhone 12, or kung ano mga latest. So it's all about the latest, no? the newest. That's new. Or the other word in Greek na kainos. That means new regarding the kind. Ko anong type? Anong klase? So siya yung kakaiba, panibago, na hindi katulad ng mga nakikitan mo dati. This is a brand new, never seen before, never existed before, totally fresh version. Totally different. And so the new covenant na sinasabi sa, sa Biblia, which is a covenant sa Tagalog, kasunduan o yung agreement with the terms and conditions kung paano tayo makikipag-deal kay God, paano ba tayo makakapaglapit sa Diyos? How can you get His presence? How can you have His promises and His provisions? How will you be blessed by God? How will you have a close relationship with God? That is through covenant kung anong kasunduan ng tao sa Diyos. And the old covenant was based on, and this was the qualifications, is based on your performance. Okay? Dahil nagbigay ng Diyos ng Ten Commandments at Mount Sinai. And ang kasunduan ng Diyos sa tao is base doon sa kanilang pagsunod o pag-obey ng commandments. That was the covenant God gave through Moses. Ang tawag doon, general speaking, that's called the law. The law. You have to obey the law. And how well you perform, how well you obey the law, by the way, hindi lang sampu. Those were just the initial Ten Commandments. There were 613 more to follow. Oh yeah. You read Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Ang dami. Ang mga laws about sanitation, hygiene, health, about cooking, about farming, laws about relationships, about marriage, laws about yung business, about foreigners, so many laws. Now, mind you, when these laws came to the people of God, now, pag sinabi ko sa iyo, laws, eh, laws na naman. Pero nung dumating ang laws sa mga Israelites, tuwang-tuwa sila. Hindi sila nabibigatan sa mga laws. They were happy to have laws. Bakit? Kasi ang mga ibang bansa noon, walang ganyan. Wala silang mga rule books. Wala silang instruction manuals galing sa kanila ang mga Diyos-Diyosan. Kasi tingnan mo, mga Diyos-Diyosan nila. May mata, hindi nakakita. May tenga, hindi nakakarinig. May mouth, hindi nakakapagsalita. So these gods that the others were worshipping were silent. Obviously. <laughs> hindi nakakakarinig. Walang galaw yun. Wala silang maibibigay ng message. So, nasa mga worshippers ng mga false gods, kung ano yung nanguhula sila, kung ano yung nais ng Diyos-Diyosan nila. But when God, the true God, who speaks, the God who moves with fire and gives rain, and when He gave the laws, tuwang-tuwa ang mga tao. Yes, our God is different. Our God speaks. Our God gives us guidance. 
Meron na kaming laws. So that was what made them a superior people. Because they have law. They have the instruction manual, which other countries don't have that. They have no idea how to keep health and sanitation. They have no ideas how to government themselves. You know? Unlike the Israelites, meron na silang laws which made their lifestyle so much better. They were spared from diseases. They had uh, 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 yung laws, government for their disputes. Ang ganda ng society na may rule. Tandaan nyo yan. No? Malapit na mag-election. Maganda. Mayroong society with rule and discipline and law. Malabo ang country walang law. So this was the best thing that happened for them. They got the laws. But their relationship with God was based on, contingent upon, if they obeyed the law. And the Bible said, if you obey, you'll be so blessed. If you disobey, you will be cursed. You will be full of sin and that will make you try harder, do better, at buti na lang, nag improve sila ng kanilang masamang behavior dahil may law. Dahil merong nag-uudyok sa kanila na mag-improve, to do better. But the basis of their, the old covenant was following those laws. Right? Then Jesus came, He gave a cup of wine and he said this wine represents the new covenant hindi niya sinabi niya the neos covenant sabi niya the kainos covenant means it's it's not the laws of moses 2.0 this is not just an upgrade or an addition to the old this is a totally different kind of covenant it's not anything like the old one. Now, based on your performance, this new covenant is based on your position. Okay? Either you're based on the performance, what you do, or it's based on your position, not what you do, kundi where you are. Saan ka nakatayo spiritually? So physically, kikita mo ako, Ako ay nakatayo sa second step, second floor, Champion Center, San Fernando Christian Community, along Ortega Highway, Santiago Norte, San Fernando City, Philippines, La Union. This is where I am physically. Pero yung, katayuan, yung katayuan mo na spiritually is totally different than where you are physically. We have a spiritual position kung saan ka nakalocate spiritually. You cannot feel it, but the reality is, higit sa nakikita mo, you are positioned somewhere in your standing with God. Now, either you are positioned in a realm, this is a place called sin. So, when pag nakatayo ka sa sin, ang tawag doon is you're in nasa sin. Okay? You're in that place. Hindi ito ibig sabihin nagkakasala ka. That's sin as the verb. That's what you're doing. Sinning. That's a verb. This is more the noun sin. It's the place where you exist. It's your standing spiritually. Saan ka nakatayo? You're either in sin. Okay, now, if you're in sin, maaring makakagawa ka ng mabuti. Okay? And I'm sure everybody is capable of doing something good. Kasi alam na natin ang difference between good and evil. At madalas, nakakagawa tayo ng mabuti. Right? Unless ka, masamang kang tao, mas maraming ginagawang masama kaysa sa mabuti. Pero kung medyo mabuti kang tao, mas maraming ginagawang mabuti at konti lang yung ginagawang mong masama. Tama? Okay, mga mabuting tao kayo. I think. Tingnan mo sa katabi mo. Kung ma- <laughs> Pero maski, tingnan mo, listen. Maski na gumagawa ka ng mabuti, 
if your position, kung saan ka nakapwesto, is in sin, doing good things does not get you out of this place. You're still stuck in that place. Because doing good works cannot get you out of here. Dahil, doing bad deeds is not what put you here in the first place. Listen to me. We were born here. We were born spiritually separated from God because of the sin of Adam. We were just born on the wrong team and we need to be born uh, another time. Again, you know, you know I mean, pinanganak ka na wala kang choice. It was not your choice. When you were born, you did not apply. I would like to become a person. Please accept my request. No, it was automatic, right? You didn't choose it. It, was, it just happened to you. You were born. To be born physically or biologically, you don't have to do anything. You're, it's automatic. But to be born spiritually, ito ay kailangan ng pasya. It's a choice on your part. To receive a spiritual birth, you got to decide, I want that. And what happens when you receive Christ, you get this new birth, and you get transferred from this puesto, God takes you. It's not something you can do. It's something that is done to you. Spiritually, God removes you from sin. He picks you out of the mud, takes you out of darkness, rescues you, saves you out of the place called sin, and transfers you over here to another realm, a different place. This is where you get in a new covenant. And this place that God puts you is a position called in Christ. Okay? Or you might think of it as in righteousness. Not naman, just like here, in sin, ibang usapan na yung gumagawa ka ng kasalanan. Ganon din dito, nakapuesto ka in Christ, iba nung usapan na gumagawa ka ng mabuti o gumagawa ka ng right deeds. We're just now talking about kung saan ka nakapuesto. And in, the, in, in sin, doing good will not get you out of there. And in Christ, <laughs> here's the good news, maski na gumagawa ka ng kasalanan, nakakasala ka, it will also not get you out of your secured position in Christ. Because the new covenant ay napapasayo. You are in the right position. And the covenant with Jesus, the covenant that we have with God is through Jesus. And it's based on a requirement. It's not your performance, but the requirement is your position in Christ. Is that good news? That's a good word. All right. Inomako. And I said last week, you get something else new. Everybody say new covenant. New covenant. Say, I'm in, I'm in a new covenant. All right. The other thing you get was you get a new creation. You become a new creation. Okay, again, ang pinag-usapan dito, hindi physical na mukha. When you, when you receive Christ, hindi nagiging tangos ang ilong mo, hindi nagbabago ng kulay mo, hindi nagbabago ang physical na features mo. But spiritually, you become a new creation. Not a neos person. This is not Roy part 2. This is not John Mark version 2.0, a new improved Carmela. This is not the better Joel, the next level. This is not a neos you. It's a totally new 
creation, a kainos you. This is not the latest, new and improved. It's a totally different DNA. When you receive new birth, you are not the same species. Spiritually. Yeah, physically, biologically, you look about the same. Maybe sa ugali, and ganon pa rin ang ugali mo. Ganon pa rin ang personality mo. But maliban pa sa physical you at sa emotional or personal, the soul part of you, in the core na pinaka-looban mo, the, the, the you, which is the spirit, you become a new creation. Radically different. Never seen before. And God does not just look at your hair and your face and your eyes. God is a spirit. So He looks at your spirit. He's a spirit. So He relates to the spirit you. Good thing you're a new creation. Good thing He fathers you. His DNA is in you. You start to look like Him in your spirit. You're a new creation. So be more, I'm a new creation. So listen, if you are lying, kasalanan ba maglay? Kung naglalay ka, just remember, that is not consistent with who you are. If you lust or are jealous or get angry, just remember, this is not who you are now. Maaring ito ang mga leftover habits, ang mga masamang echo of what used to be the reality. But that's not you anymore. If, you know, may habit ka ng cursing or you know, um, gossiping and criticizing and these habits and you say, I'm so, I'm a sinner. No, 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 no. That's the great lie. Kung sino mang nakipag-isa kay Kristo, the Bible says, hindi na siya nananatiling sinner, siya isang bagong nila lang. And when you become aware of who you are, mas obvious ang mga Contra sa tunay na ikaw. Ang mga behaviors na contra. Biglang lumabas na, na ugali sa, sa iyo o biglang gumawa ka ng maling decision o yung sinabi mo hindi you know, honoring kay God. Then biglang magiging aware na, ay, <laughs> ano ba yan? That's not me. I'm a new creation. My father's DNA is in me. This is very ill-fitting for me. Hindi na kasha sa akin anong, ang ganong klaseng ugali. Hindi na fit sa akin yung mga ganong damit. Yung attitude, di ba? Minsan, we're wearing an attitude. You know, you wear an attitude. And nagsusuot ka sa umaga na yung damit mo, suplada. So you wear suplada. Or you wear galit. You wear hate. You wear uh, arrogance. These are hindi na bagay sa iyong new creation. And I hope as you believe who you are, nagiging clear and obvious when your behavior doesn't match up. And once it's clear and obvious, it's easier to reject. And it's easier to embrace and put on the new you, the real you, the new creation you. And habang tumatagal na to transform every week that you sit here and hear truth and hear life and hear the gospel, the good news about who you are in Christ, then nag-transform, na-upgrade na yung thinking mo. And so goes your thinking, so goes your life. When tamang isip, tamang galaw. So you're a new creation. So I'm in a new covenant, I'm in a new covenant. and I am a new creation. If you're in Christ, that's, what, that's, what, that's the new stuff you get. Hey, there's more new stuff. 
Okay, but wait, there's more. Yeah, there's some more. There's more. Guess what? There's a new. I'm gonna give you some more new stuff. And mahalaga na maintindihan natin yung new stuff na meron tayo. Kung may nagbigay sa yon ng bagong sapatos, branded, no, may Nike, ganon, nakasupport with that, and may nagbigay sa yon ng ganon, and akala mo basura lang ang inabot sa yon, hindi mo maopen, hindi mo maenjoy. Sayang, the new stuff that you had, you didn't open it, you didn't use it. Sayang. So I want na hindi masasayang ang new stuff na binibigay ng Joe sa yon. That's why I want you to know the new stuff that you get. And one of the other new stuff that you get is this one. It's new commandment. Everybody say commandment. Commandment, commandment. Why is it that when you hear the word commandment, parang pabigat, parang burden na naman, ang dami na ng utos eh, hindi ko pa na-memorize yung sampu. Eh, magdagdag pa ng panibagong commandment. And then, parang sa bahay, ang daming rules. Sa school, ang daming rules. Utos dyan, utos dyan. Sa boss, ang daming. So, minsan, we feel na pag-commandment, pabigat lang. Remember, nung sinauna, tuwang-tuwa sila na may commandment sila. And Jesus said, I give you, this is John chapter 13, verse 34. He says, I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. Now, the word new there is not neos. Hindi sinasabi ni Jesus, I'm giving you an upgraded, the latest version of the Ten Commandments. It's the word, I'm giving you a kainos covenant. Brand new. Wow. Diba sa... Lumang tipan, doon sa Old Testament, sampu, pero actually hindi lang sampu, 600 plus, no? And then, when Jesus was talking about the commandments ng Old Covenant, Matthew chapter 22, verse 38, hanggang 40, Jesus explained na the entire law and all the demands, all the 600 plus, all these Words and teachings and demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. Because the pinakamahalaga, pinakadakilang utos, they said the greatest was that you love the Lord. Number one, you love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor, pano, as yourself. So this Jesus said, "This is the greatest commandment: love God and love others." And He says, "If you do that, you are already obeying all of the laws. Nakakamit ka ng standards ng all of the teachings and the writings of the prophets. It's all summarized. Sa simpleng salita, basta you love God and you love others." Because if you love God, hindi ka magdidisobey. Tama? If you really love God, then you will obey the the commandment: Thou shalt not have false gods, my other gods ahead of me. So if you're loving God, hindi ka hindi ka mag magsuserve sa mga jostjosan. If you're loving God, you'll obey the Sabbath. You will do what. Other kinds of things. You will not take the Lord's name in vain. When you're loving God, you'll obey His commandments. When you love others, you will not steal from them. Diba? Kung minamahal mo yung kapitbahay mo, hindi mo siya hindi mo siya nanakawin. You won't steal. You won't lie to your parents if you're loving them. You won't lie and cheat at work. If you love your boss, you won't commit adultery because you love your spouse. If you're loving properly, tama, then lahat na mga commandments sakop na inobey mo. Automatic na inobey mo lahat na mga commandments because of love. So nakikita naman natin that love is the key. Love is the 
the one thing that when you do that, you will already include everything in the law. And if you don't do that, if you don't love God, if you don't love others, you will start breaking commandments one by one, one by one by one. And sa totoo lang, walang naglove ng perfectly with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and all your strength all the time. Not, not any, no one has done that. You know, maybe, well, hindi ako nag-murder. Yeah, but if you thought about killing someone, that's already like murder, you know. Hindi ako nag-commit ng adultery. Yeah, but if you committed adultery, even in your heart, maski walang nakakita, you're guilty of breaking it. And James said, if you just break one of the laws, you're disqualified from the whole. You've broken the whole law if you break even one part of it. So it's perfect score or fail. The grading system of holiness of God is 100% or fail. You cannot say, well, I kept 90%. I should pass. That would compromise the holiness of God. His standard is absolute perfection with not a single mistake. So the bad news is, guilty tayong lahat. We all failed the test. Buti na lang may new covenant na hindi basi sa ating performance. Buti na lang si Jesus ay nag-perform on our behalf. And makikiride on tayo sa kanyang perfect score. Makikiride. He, he includes us as a part of His tribe. And we are, when you're in Christ, you're in. If you're not in Christ, it doesn't matter how good of a person you are. Are you, are you following me? If you're not in Christ, there is no other place to be except in sin. Guilty as charged. So make sure you are in Christ. Whoever is in Christ is a new creation. Whoever is in Christ has a new covenant. And those who are in Christ have a kainos new commandment. And that's going to be love. Not just ordinary love, but love like Jesus. Dito po sa church ng SFCC, this Christian community is very unique. Um, we're like a family here. And unlike sa other experiences na naranasan ko yung mga ibang church experiences na pagpunta ka doon, anonymous ka. And sometimes I like to feel anonymous. You know? Ayaw ko may makikialam sa buhay ko. You know? Pero anonymous ka, pasok ka lang, manood ka lang ng show or kung ano yung palabas nila, sila ang gaganap. Kami, audience, manonood lang. And then pagkatapos, uwi. So wala nang masyadong uh, interaction sa kapwang believer. But in our uh, samahan, we, we, we want a different kind of culture, you know? It's a, a culture where we're like family. Yeah? Maski iba-ibang backgrounds, iba-ibang faith, iba-ibang uh, nationality, culture, but there's what we call the love of the family, the love of our brothers and sisters in Christ. And it it's uh, a very unique and I think it's a good, no? Do you agree? It's a good culture. Nagmamahalan. Um, to have an atmosphere that is friendly, accepting. Katsino kaman, you're accepted. There is no one, as far as my knowledge, in 20 plus years, there's no one that has ever been rejected in this place. Ever. And a lot of bad people have been here. Me too. A lot of bad people have spoken here. You know, but we're, we have a culture of love and acceptance. But listen to me. SFCC is not a problem-free environment. Okay? Just because we have a family, loving, accepting culture, hindi ibig sabihin wala tayong problema. Kasi kanyang-kanyang personality. Kanyang-kanyang ugali. Kanyang-kanyang mood. 
Sino sa inyo minsan dumating na bad mood? Sinong dumating dito ngayon? Wala ka sa mood. Huwag kang tawas kamay. <laughs> Pero minsan ganun eh. And then, may mga conflicts of personality. Clashes of opinions. This is normal. So we need this new commandment. We need this. And Jesus said, I'm giving you a new commandment. You're going to love each other as I have loved you. And the first thing that that means, there's three things I want to share with you. What does that mean? The first thing it means is I take responsibility. To love means you take responsibility and initiate. Ikaw na ang taga nanguuna. Alam niyo ibig sabihin initiate. Nagiging proactive. Hindi passive. Yan ang ginawa ni Jesus. I mean, you love as I have loved you. Well, yan ang style ni Jesus sa kanyang pagmamahal sa atin. He took responsibility. Alam mo, ang kabayaran ng kasalanan ay kamatayan. So, yan ang penalty na dapat bayaran natin. But Jesus took the responsibility to pay for our debt. He took it. Inako niya ang penalty, ang kasalanan natin and yung obligation or yung responsibility to pay for it. How do you pay for it? With death. And He took that death. He took responsibility. Nang makaaway pa tayo na si Jesus. We were God's enemies, but Jesus came and took the responsibility to reconcile. Na hindi pa tayo naniniwala sa Kanya, hindi pa tayo nagsumusunod sa Kanya. He already took the initiative to love you. You were not yet loving Him. He initiated a relationship with you. He is the courter, the suitor. He is the one who woos you, pursues you, and chooses you. He takes initiative and He takes responsibility. And when you love your spouse, you take the responsibility. May misunderstanding? You take the responsibility. Don't blame and complain. You take the initiative. You take the responsibility. The initiative. I'm sorry. See, that's what God did for us. And when Jesus says, the new commandment, you love like this, Yan ang ibig sabihin, that you take responsibility and you initiate. And do you know the story of the Good Samaritan? Have you heard that? A Good Samaritan. So there was a story, kwento uh, si Jesus, na merong isang tao, na ordinary, law-abiding citizen, naglalakbay, papuntang Jericho. Then he was attacked by robbers. He was beaten up. He was robbed. He was left. Na kamutikin, he almost died. And siyempre, makikita mo yun, he's on the side of the road. Gumagapang, aray, aray, kung ano And then, dumating na isang Levi. Now, the Levi, ang counterpart doon is he is a church leader. Isa siya sa mga leaders ng grupo ng mga Ujo. And he was passing by. Nakita niya yung tao na kawawa. Ano, minsan, ganun din tayo. Kawawa, Hanggang ganun. Pero wala siyang ginawang help. Nang lang. Sino sa inyo minsan nag ganun lang. Kawawa naman yan. Pero wala siyang ginawa to help. He didn't take any responsibility. He did not take or make any initiative. Siguro ang nasa isip niya, katulad ng susunod sa kanya, isang priest. Parang siya yung nangaaral ng salita ng Diyos. The pastor. Nakita niya yung tao, obviously, he's, he's gonna die. Wala siyang kasama, wala siyang help. Siguro nasa isip niya, katulad ng mga pumapasok din sa isip natin minsan, hindi ko kasalanan yun. Hindi naman ako ang gumawa nun. I didn't attack him. I won't hurt him. So, siyempre, oo oh, oh, naman, you're not hurting, but are you helping? Oo, oh, oh, hindi mo kasalanan, but do you take responsibility? 
Yeah, it's not my fault that someone it kasalanan niya eh wala siyang kasama dapat alam niya na wag ka mag ano dito sa daan nito na wala kang kasama wala siyang bodyguard nagkamali tong tao nito so then nagmamadali tuloy-tuloy na siya at nag busy ako tutulungan ko siya sana pero late ako sa aking missions meeting o kung ano-anong ginagawa. Probably, I could imagine, these are the two people na sa kanilang church, meron din silang mission, uh, medical mission. <laughs> meron din silang mga outreach. Meron din silang mga uh, programa na tulong sa mahihirap. So imagine, they're busy doing these things, pero adyadyan na yung pagkakataon to actually help, hindi naman siyang gumagawa ng help. And then Jesus told there was a Samaritan which dini despise among Hujo, their kaaway. But the Samaritan, despite yung differences nila, despite the prejudice and the hard feelings, he stopped, he helped the man, he, ginamot, ginamot, you know, he put some medicine, some oil, sa wounds niya, brought him doon sa sasakyan niya, brought him to the like, hotel. Binayaran niya yung mga bills, lahat ng bills, sinolder niya, nagbigay pa siya ng promissory note na kung ano yung mga iba pang expenses, shoulder ko. So this was a sacrifice, this was a big expense, but he took care of the man. He took the initiative and took the responsibility. May kausap ba ako? Are you, this guy is what Jesus said was the neighbor. Kasi may nagtanong kay Jesus. Yeah, I know we should love our neighbor like ourselves, but who's my neighbor? Sabi ni Jesus, okay, sino sa, kanil- sino sa kanilang tatlo ay naging neighborly doon sa nangangailangan ng help? And of course, the obvious answer was the Samaritan, the one who helped, siya yung neighbor. And Jesus said, summary, you go and do likewise. That's what you do. You love. And that's the new commandment in practical application. It said in James chapter 2, verse 15, if you know someone who doesn't have any clothes or food, you shouldn't just say, hey, I hope all goes well for you. Good luck, man. I hope you do good. I hope you will be warm and have plenty to eat. What good is it to say this unless you do something to help? Yeah. I mean, isipin mo, how would you want to be treated kung ikaw ay nasa situation niya? Philippians 2 verse 4 said, don't be concerned only about your own interests. Makasarili. Umiikot ang mundo sa sariling affairs, sa sariling concerns. Karapatan ko, nangangailangan ko, feelings ko, gusto ko, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very baby-like. No? Ka, 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 ka. Me, myself, and I. Sino sa inyo? Minsan, you're, you're, you know, just the whole world is about you, your ref, your feelings, your time, your money. And if the Bible says, no, no, don't be concerned only about you. But also be concerned about the interests of others. Now, the, this is not... God is, Jesus did not give a new commandment to burden your life. The truth is, this is a, listen, oh, you please get this. This is a basic human need. You need to love others. In order to be happy, in order to be fulfilled, you need to love other people. As Jesus loved you. The basic need is not air, water, food, clothes, shelter. That's, those are physical things. The basic need of all humans is to love and to be loved. Did you hear me? Yes. To love and to be loved. Pag sinabi nila, what's Maslow's hierarchy of needs? You know, merong super, what supersedes that is we all need intimacy. We need to be loved and we need to love others. And so this, the, 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 the new commandment should not be a burden for you. Pakakatoon. Pakakatoon ko na ito. 
to be concerned, to be a, a, have a, a lifestyle. It's a way of life natin ito. To be otherly minded. This is a new lifestyle. I, I'm sharing with you something different than the average man, the average woman. Even different than the average Filipino. It's that your mindset is more on otherly minded. Not just me. You'll be very unhappy if you only think of your own interests, your own needs. It's a formula. It's a guaranteed recipe for unhappiness, discontent, anger, jealousy, and all kinds of horrible feelings. Please hear me because I want you to be happy. I want, gusto ko? But the only way that will be is when you love one another. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 18. Andun na yung, dito pinanggalingan yung batas, yung law, that you should don't seek revenge or bear a grudge against others. It says you love your neighbor as yourself. That's the great commandment. Now, verse 34 talk specifically about foreigners. Okay? Sino sa inyo mga dito na native-born Filipino? Alright? Yung iba, not me. I was born abroad, so I'm one of those. But here's what it said. The foreigner residing among you must be treated as your native-born. Love them as you love yourself. And remembering that you were once foreigners living in the land of Egypt. So, sinasabi ni God, tandaan nyo ha, kayo din, kayo mga taga-Israel, noong before your generation, kayo ay nakakulong sa Egypt. You were slaves, you were foreigners. You received unfair treatment. Nagtataasan ng presyo ng mga bilhin sa market. You, know, you experienced that bilang mga foreigners. You were slaves and you were despised. You were the minority. So you should know how it feels. Sabi niya, don't do that sa mga foreigners living among you. You treat them like equal, like a brother. You know, come on. Are you hearing me? Alam mo, dapat alam na natin ito. Sa dami mga OFW, the Philippines' number one export is people. Right? We have members from this church na kung hindi sila nag-abroad, nasa katabi mo ngayon? Nasa Abu Dhabi? Nasa Saudi? Nasa Canada? US? Singapore? And we know that they don't want to be treated na despise. Diba? So it's about love. Because we will sow what we reap. Matthew Chapter 7, verse 2 says, You'll be treated as you treat others. What, what, what if ikaw ay nasa shoes nila? What if yung ikaw ang napahiya? So pag andyan yung tao na, na rob, what if ikaw nawalaan ng cellphone? How would you feel now? So start thinking, otherly minded. What if ikaw natanggal sa trabaho? What if you were the one set up at nakakulong na hindi naman, hindi naman kasalanan mo? Ikaw na pahiya, ikaw na aksidente. What if you were the one that had the broken family? Or if you were the one that was cheated and lied to? What if your children were the ones addicted to drugs? Or what if it was your whole clan that was stricken with poverty? Or how about this? Do you still remember the days na ikaw ay walang Wala pang tagapagligtas. Anong feeling mo? Alam mo, maybe sometimes kung kristyano ka na, medyo matagal ka naging kristyan, maybe you forgot what it's like to wake up every day carrying the heaviness of guilt, the shame, the fear, a fear of death, fear of judgment. We should not forget. We should have compassion and love towards sa mga lost. Come on. We should feel with them. They have no Savior. Yes, yes, they're good people. Yes, whatever. But no Savior, come on. How good is good enough? It's never good enough. You need a Savior. 
And so, isipin mo na, maybe you should think, now, baka what if, you know, we don't want any bad things to happen to other people. So, dapat, andun yung love. In Romans chapter 12, verse 9 to 21, it has a whole list of things. Love should be sincere, you know. Hate what's evil, hold what's good. Love warmly. You know, maging warm yung love natin. As Christian brothers, work hard. Show respect. Don't be lazy. Serve the Lord. Let your hope keep you joyful. It goes on to say, be patient. Nagchachaga, maski may mga pagsubok, chagaan mo. Pray at all times. Share. Be willing to share your belongings, especially with you mga nangangailangan sa church. Open your home. Be hospitable to strangers. Ask God, uh-oh, uh-oh, pahirap na pahirap. Ask God to bless those. Come on. How well are you doing with that one? Are you praying, God, bless those people that curse me? He says, yes, ask Him to bless, not to curse. Be happy with those who are happy. Weep with those who weep. If someone has done you wrong, no ganti. No ganti policy. Don't repay wrong. Do everything possible you know, to live at peace with everybody. No revenge. And then he says, if your enemy, not your friends, not palasipsip, if your enemy is hungry, what are you going to do? Feed him. If he's thirsty, give him drink. And by doing this, siyang realize. You know, he'll be the one na, na mahiya sa ginagawa niya. And don't let evil defeat you. But you conquer evil with good, with love. The greatest weapon on the earth is not the atomic bomb. It's love. <laughs> That's why this new commandment is good stuff. It's good stuff. The new covenant was good. That gets you out of sin and into Christ. The new creation is good. That gets you out of ordinary and makes you a world changer. Yes. And the new commandment gives you a happy and fulfilling life and makes you a champion in life because you overcome evil. Wow. Number one pa lang yun? Bagar ko. Sorry. Number one pa lang yan. Shucks. But are you, is this helping anybody? Yes. All right. Number two is this. Do what you would want others to do to you. Oh, itagalog natin, no? Gawin mo ang nice mong gawin nila sa'yo. Okay? Hindi, hindi sinabi ko na gawin mo sa iba kung anong ginagawa nila sa'yo. Hindi, it's gawin mo sa iba kung ano yung nais mong gawin nila sa'yo. It's not treat them how they treat you. It's not an eye for an eye or payback. Kasi, hey, chinismis niya ako, kaya karapatan ko na magchismis din. Eh, ninako niya ako, karapatan ko rin na i-withhold ko yung dapat. Yan, alam mo, namin ganun. It's, not, it's, it's what you want them to do to you. Maski hindi nila ginagawa yung tama but what you want them to do to you yan ang ibibigay mo sa kanila gusto mo ng tinapay ang babato mo sa kanila tinapay kahit ang binabato nila sa iyo is bato <laughs> do you understand it's, it's, it's what's called the golden rule how many of you heard that phrase the golden rule it's gin, bakit ginto kasi ginto respected you know uh, mahalaga very valuable and so the high quality rule of living is do to others as you would have them do to you. Or some message version of the Bible in Matthew chapter 7 verse 12 it says here is a simple rule of thumb. It's just a guide for our behavior. It says ask yourself okay, ito, what you want people to do for you. Then grab the initiative and do it for them. Everybody say, grab the initiative. Grab. Nanguuna. Taking initiative, taking responsibility. Kwa anung iisip mo na, I wish people would treat me with honor. 
with respect. I wish people would be kind. I wish people would be fair to me. I wish my boss would speak, you know, more respectful. I wish my wife would, etc. You fill in the blank. Whatever you ask yourself, what do you want? And then yan ang gagawin mo sa kanila. He says, grab the initiative, you take the, off, you take the initiative, and he says, when you add up all of God's laws and all the prophets, it's what you get. That's it. That's the law. <laughs> the new commandment, isa lang, sakop na lahat ng 600 plus. And lahat ng religion, lahat ng philosophies sa buong mundo, even yung before Christ, they have a version of the golden rule. For example, the Buddhist, they have a rule, golden rule. It goes like this. Don't hurt others in ways that you yourself would find hurtful. Oh, ganda, no? Oh, sinong gusto mo convert ng Buddhist? You can, this is a good rule. You know, don't hurt others in ways. Then Hinduism, don't do to others what would cause you pain if it was done to you. Confucius says, don't do to others what you would not like. Judaism, what is hateful to you? Do not do to fellow man. Socrates, on and on. These are all, pero yung differences, yung approach nila is always do not do. The negative approach. Refrain from doing wrong. Refrain from being bad. Okay? But there's nothing there about taking the initiative. Taking the responsibility. So uh, along comes Jesus with his version of this gold rule. He said, do. Do not. Do to others what you would want them to do to you. First Peter 3.8, love, be kind, humble, don't pay back, don't take, uh, don't take revenge, stop telling lies, turn away from evil, do good. Live at peace. Similar doings at Romans chapter 12. The sure way to improve your life is to love. Ganda ng command ni Jesus. Love one another as I have loved you. Sakop ang bawat aspeto ng buhay mo. This will affect your relationships, your marriages, your love, okay, love life, and, and dito, health, your, your career. When you love as, other, as Jesus loved you, it will enhance your life in every way. Now, this is not difficult for us to understand, right? But how many of you agree to understand it, to agree with it is one thing. But to do it is a whole other thing. How many of you, you know what's right, but it's a different story to do it. All right, now here's the most important part of this message. The golden rule is so reasonable, so right, so good, even unbelievers accept it. Even all religions on the earth agree with it. But the question is how to do it. How can I love my enemies? That seems impossible. Look at me. It is impossible with you but Jesus said what's impossible with man is possible with God it's impossible for you to really love God with all your heart it's impossible for you to pray blessings for those who persecute you it's impossible to love the way Jesus loves but with God, it's possible. You cannot do it in sin, but when God puts you in Christ, now it's not you who will love your enemy. It's Christ who will love your enemy through you. It's not you who will love your children, your neighbors, your co-workers as Christ loved you. Christ will do the loving inside of you. And you will get to experience doing something that is impossible. And then matatakakal, I did that, I said that. Before, it would have been a war. But now, I responded in a loving, patient way. Christ must be in me, doing the loving on my behalf. Because I don't think I could do that. 
Why is it that I forgave? I never forgave these kind of people before, but now, wala lang sa akin. I forgave them. Why? You're experiencing supernatural. You're experiencing the power of God, and that's available to everyone in Christ. You have this. So the new commandment. Listen to me. Very important. God will never give you a commandment. Never. He'll never give you any commandment without also giving you the power to do it. With every commandment is a corresponding grace to empower you to obey it. Hindi magbibigay sa'yo ng Diyos ng commandment without giving you the grace to fulfill it. So number three is to avail of the grace to obey this way of life, this new lifestyle of love, this happy life, this fulfilling life, you will need to avail of God's grace. What is grace? His undeserved favor, His undeserved power. It's, this is not your ability. God does not, grace does not mean God helps you. Hello? Grace means Grace mean, means God puts His power, His ability in you to do it. He doesn't help you love people. He gives you the power to do it. He puts His ability inside of you. And always remember this. Wherever the law, Ten Commandments, the law, whatever, wherever the law demands, whatever the law demands, grace supplies so this is, the, this is God's law of supply and demand. Whatever God demands, grace will supply. For example, if God demands that you love Him with all your heart, grace gives you a new heart that's programmed to love Him. <laughs> Did you get that? Well, that's good. If... If the law demands that you obey God, then grace supplies you with new desires so that you will want to obey Him. If the, the law demands that you serve God, Jesus gives grace that says, I don't call you slaves. You're my friends. You're children. Tagapagmana. And you now can serve because you have ownership of the vision. Ownership of what... So he doesn't treat us like slaves. So when we serve, it's because we're the owners. Tagapagmana, we're his children. We're not on the outside, we're on the inside. I want, you know, the, the entrepreneur, yung nagmamayari ng negosyo, he comes early and stays late. He serves the company because he loves it. That's how you start thinking in Christ. Jesus said, I give you this new commandment, kainos commandment. It's love one another as I have loved you. It's a, it's, it's, actually, it's like the golden rule, but different. Because when you Jesus, love each other, if, if I was the disciples, and I'm hearing that, sabi ni Jesus, I'm giving you a new commandment. Uy, uy, bago. Kasi sa, sanay sila sa mga commandments. Uy, bago, bago. Halika, makinig tayo kay Jesus. Meron siyang bibigay na download, na bagong commandment. Ano yun, Jesus? Parang sariwa ito. Anong bago? Love each other. Huh? That's not new. If, if, you, would, if you would hear Jesus, hindi naman bago yan eh. eh. Galing sa Old Testament yan. I can give you the book, the chapter, that's Leviticus chapter, ganito. How come you're Jesus? You said it's new. And you're saying love each other. That's the old commandment. No, 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 sabi Jesus. Wait, wait, wait I'm not finished. You don't, don't remember. This is kainos. The old commandment was love your neighbor just like you love yourself. But the new, the kainos commandment is not love your neighbor ayon sa pagmamahal mo sa sarili mo, 
Don't love your neighbor as he deserves. Don't love your neighbor to the best of your ability. The new commandment is, love your neighbor as I have loved you. Osa modern lingo, love your neighbor as one, four, three. I love you. There's the words. He says it. I love you. And that grace, that love, that I, unconditional love that I give you, that is what will empower you to love in a supernatural way. Love each other as I have loved you. Husbands, Ephesians 5.22. Husbands, you love your wives. Law na naman yan. Oh, no, no. That's the law, but here... The law demands, but here comes grace. Here comes the supply. If the demand was husbands, where's my husbands here? Husbands, you love your wives. Well, here comes the supply. As Christ loves the church. And we're the church. So Christ, wow, Jesus loves us. As Christ gave himself for me, now I can give myself for her. Because whatever God demands, grace supplies. Then it says in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other. Oh, there's the law. That's hard. Okay, no, no, no. Here comes the supply. Just as. You underline that word, just as. Just as in Christ. Remember? In Christ, God forgave you. So there's the supply. You can do it. A veil of the grace to obey this new way of life. Yes. Matthew 18, verse 32 and 33, Jesus told this parable and the, 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 the yung amo and nagsabina, I forgave you that tremendous debt because you pleaded with me, because you wanted to be saved. He says, shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you. And so here's the point. You can avail of the grace, the undeserved, imported ability of God to do what you cannot do. Grace supplies you with more than enough power, ability, desire, strength to do what God has asked you to do. And so this new commandment is a, a new way of life. It replaces all of those other 600 plus commandments. It is summarized that you just love the way Jesus loves you. So first you receive Christ's love for you. And kasama doon, the grace just imports the grace, the ability of God now resides in your new creation so that you can do the impossible. You can love the impossible. You can love the pasaway. You can love in a higher level. You can forgive. You see, we love, First John four nineteen. we love because he first loved us. And we forgive, Ephesians 3, uh, 4, 20, 432, we forgive because Christ, in Christ, God has forgiven us. We serve, we can serve because Christ has served us. We can obey because Jesus has obeyed all the laws for us. Everything we do is not originating from us. It's all because we first received His grace. Does that make sense? Your life will be changed when you avail the grace. And you avail the grace, you'll obey this new commandment, this new way of life. And you will find that this new stuff will elevate your life to a whole other level of enjoyment, fulfillment, and love. Let's pray together. Father, I thank you in Jesus. Thank you that you gave Jesus to be the perfection that we needed to be. 
to be the righteousness that we should have been, that you gave Christ as the perfect offering to take away our sins. Not only to remove our sins, but to replace our sin with love, with righteousness. And Lord, we just receive you. We just receive your initiative. Turun mo po kami na by receiving and availing of your grace that we will now love others. We will take the responsibility, take the initiative. We'll do to others, not based on what they do to us, but based on what you have done to us. And you, what, it will always be about you. It will always be what you've done to us. We can overflow that. We can give that because freely we receive. Freely we can give. Lord, use our lives as a dispenser of your love. In Jesus' name, amen, amen.